Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first word. Praise for the singing. Praise for the morning. Praise for them springing fresh from the world. Good morning. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We'll look forward to having you on the show. So the theme for this morning's episode is Abraham separates himself. My hope is that God speaks to each and every one of you and shows you what you need to separate yourself from for him to be able to visit you. Without further ado, we'll start with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for this wonderful morning. Lord, we know how much you yearn and desire to sup with us. You said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he will sup with me. Heavenly Father, we come here today with the desire to separate ourselves from the things of this world. You said, he who the love of the world is in his heart, the love of God is not even in him. So Father, we separate ourselves from all those influences and we quieten ourselves before you that we might be able to hear from you. Bless the remainder of our program in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. So the theme for this morning's episode is Abraham separates himself. My hope is that God speaks to each and every one of you and shows you what you need to separate yourself from for him to be able to visit you. Without further ado, we'll start with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for this wonderful morning. Lord, we know how much you yearn and desire to sup with us. You said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he will sup with me. Heavenly Father, we come here today with the desire to separate ourselves from the things of this world. You said, He who the love of the world is in his heart, the love of God is not even in him. So, Father, we separate ourselves from all those influences and we quieten ourselves before you that we might be able to hear from you. Bless the remainder of our program in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Up next, we shall listen to Genesis chapter 13. I have no doubt you'll find it a blessing. Chapter 13 And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, and silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, under the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, under the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also which went with Abram had flocks and herds and tents. 
and the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or, if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes, and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward, and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent, and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Hey guys, in this next part of the program, we shall listen to a tape called Jehovah Jireh Part 1, preached in 1962, July the 5th, and we'll start at paragraph 105 up to paragraph 140. And here Brother Branham describes how Abraham had to separate himself before God could bless him. I hope you find it a blessing. I was in Hollywood, or Los Angeles recently, waiting for Brother Argenbright to come up. There stood a girl come up there. I looked and I staggered. I looked at her. I thought, I'm a missionary. I've seen plaguery. I've seen leprosy. But i never seen anything like that. She had one of these waterhead haircuts. These, uh, you know, you know what you call, look like a waterhead, you know, the, uh, the first lady. Yeah, like a Jezebel. Like that. And she had blue and green and might have been a nice looking woman. But all that stuff on her, she looked like some African hottentot. I walked up and was going to pray for the woman. I thought, lady, if you don't mind, I pray for the sick. I've never seen anything like that. Tell me what it is. Now, another woman got talking to her, and she is the same way. Oh, my. Oh, you say that was Presbyterian. Pentecostal? Sure. And the Bible says it's a dishonorable thing for a woman to cut her hair. She does it. She dishonors her head. She dishonors the angel, the angel of light. The seven church angels, the one bringing the light, will stay with the word. Dishonorable. She ought to have hair on her head. My, such as it used to be wrong for him to do it. it and at first Pentecost, it was wrong. What happened? Yeah. It did run well. What happened? Some of our Pentecostal women dressing them dresses look like a skin over a wiener out here somewhere. Kind of, that's right. I'm not saying that for no joke. This is no place for joking. Amen. 
This is the pulpit. Some woman said to me one night, I told them how they was dressing. Said, uh, she said, well, I don't wear shorts. I, I, I wear slacks. I said, that's worse than ever. God said a woman that'll put on a garment pertains to a man's abomination in the sight of God. Yeah. Right? Amen. Let me tell you something, lady. You young woman, dresses yourself out there, you're going to answer at the day of judgment for committing adultery. You say, I'm just as pure as a lily. Yeah, but Jesus said, Whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her in his heart already. You might not have to do the act. Whosoever is angry with his brothers out of cause has killed already. See, the only thing you have to do, and if that sinner looks at you the way you're dressed, all carried out the way you are, reared back and pushed out and pushed in, and I'm kind of a clothes on, then you go out. Uh, listen, that's not jokes. This is the gospel. And you go like that and some sinner look at you to lust after you at the day of judgment when he answers for committing adultery. Who caused it? You did. You answer for it because you presented yourself that way. Well, you say they, they don't make any other kind of clothes. They make sewing machines and still sell goods. It's no excuse at all. It's because you got away from the word. That's not popular. That's hard. Some famous preacher come to the end, laid his hands on me. He said, I'm going to lay my hands on you and cast out the evil. I said, what? Talking about them women like that. He said, people regard you as a prophet. And said, I said, I'm no prophet. He said, they regard you as that, Brother Branham. And said, you ought to be teaching those people, them women, how to get great spiritual blessings. And keep telling them about their cutting their hair and things like that. They ain't going to listen to that. I said, I know it. He said, well, won't you teach them greater things? I said, how can I preach, teach to them algebra when they don't even know their ABCs? Not even the common decency. Amen. And you man that'll let your women act like that, I've got little respect for you being a Christian man. Amen. Seed of Abraham. Amen. 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 I better leave that alone. I'll make you all get up and go home. All right. One of these days you're going to fail finding something up there. Amen. You said don't make any difference. It did to Paul. It did to God in the Garden of Eden. The Bible said that the woman should have long hair. And without it, where are you at? Well, say it don't make any difference. The Bible said it does. Amen. Don't let the devil reason with you and tell you it's modern, it's all right. It isn't all right. He said, I didn't know it before. You know it now. Amen. Search it and find if it's right. I'll leave that alone. See, All right. Genesis 13. Modern. Uh-huh. Go back where the sun was. Not where the sun is. Where the sun was. Wife. I imagine Lot's wife. How she got in society. That's the way that we got in society. That's the way we Pentecostals got into it. We become settled organization over here in a little against one against the other and against this and to make you tuck in anything. It's exactly right. What did Samuel say when Israel wanted to, wanted to make a king, wanted Saul for a king? Samuel come to him and said, have I ever taken your money for a living? Have I ever told you anything in the name of the Lord but what come to pass? Oh, they said, sure, you're God's prophet. You told us the truth and what you said come to pass, but we want the king anyhow. And whenever you started letting down the bars and letting this and that and everything else come in like that, you went modern. And the church is just like the rest of them today. What we need is a Pentecostal house cleaning. Exactly right. Amen. It's a shame a Baptist has to tell you that, ain't it? But it's the truth. Right. I believe the Bible. I believe God's word's right. 
All right. Abraham. Then Abraham took the, in the 14th verse of the 13th chapter, after Lot separated himself and Abraham completely obeyed God, then God come to him. Now he's ready to bless him. And until the Pentecostal church gets away from all of its creeds and dogmas and acting like the world and looking like the world and talking like the world and stay home on Wednesday night to watch We Love Susie and instead of coming to prayer meeting and things like that, paying your tithes out to some preacher out here or some kind of a radio program to make fun of the very thing that you stand for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and all this kind of stuff that's carried on in the name of Pentecost, it's a disgrace. I speak for the Christian businessman internationally. There's many of them sitting here now. Here the other night, here's about a year ago it has been, I was in Jamaica. And they had all the slaver to the islands in there one night. And these men getting up testifying, glory to God. I was a little businessman down the corner. Hallelujah. Got four Cadillacs now. Glory to God. And I went back up there to the Flamingo Motel that night and stood there. I said, I'm ashamed of you. I said, you man, here to represent Christ, trying to tell a businessman how much you got. He's got more than you have or ever will have. That's a whole lot different from the first Pentecostals. The first Pentecostals sold what they had and divided amongst the poor and went to preach the gospel. Right. Some little Swedish singer from Chicago, I ain't going to call his name, he's a precious brother of mine. He stood up and said, Brother Branham, though you, if we believe you to be a prophet, but I'm going to tell you right now you're wrong. I said, tell me where, brother. He said... When them people sold what they had and laid it at the feet of the apostles and distributed it, he said, there's the worst act they ever did. I said, do you mean to tell me the Holy Spirit makes a wrong act? And he said, it was wrong. I'll prove it to you. That's why. He said, then when the persecution rose, they had no place to go. They wandered about everywhere exactly in the will of God, preaching the gospel wherever they went. They had no place to return. God don't make no mistakes. Right. Oh, what a difference this Pentecost it was and Pentecost it is. Yeah. There it is. After Abraham separated himself from Lot. Just exactly what God told him to do. Separate every sin that's so easily beset us. Take everything out. There. Then God said, Abraham, now you're heir of all things. Look east. Look west. Look north. Look south. Walk through the land. It's all yours. Amen. You separate your thing, yourself from sin, unbelief. There's only one sin, and that's unbelief. Committing adultery is not a sin. Drinking liquor is not a sin. Telling lies is not a sin. That's the attributes of unbelief. If you believed, you wouldn't do those things. Certainly. Jesus said in St. John 5, 24, He that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me has eternal life. That's Zoe, Holy Spirit, because he believed. Correctly. Until you receive that, you're a make-believe. That's in that group. But when they really believe, separating themselves, then when you separate yourself from all your unbelief and believe God, walk out strictly, carrying the commandments, doing everything that's right, then God will say, every promise in the book is yours. Amen. All yours. Turn from it. From Genesis to Revelations, it's all yours. Amen. If you abide me in my word and you, you can ask what you will. It'll be, what? You've got to separate yourself first from your unbelief. You say, Brother Bram, you're making it awful close. Jesus said, in the days of Noah, there were eight saved. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. How many is that, Brother Bram? It may be 8,000, maybe 8 million. I don't know what it is. But it's going to be in the minority. One out of every 100,000 or something like that, I'd say. All right. 
psychic belief, mental belief, without a born-again experience, emotional, ecclesiastical, creed. True, genuine, Holy Spirit's enough. Punctuate that word, and that word will live. Just exactly like I said it was. Because it's the same Spirit spoken, speaking through you. It has to live. Certainly it is. Not you the speaker, but the Father that dwelleth in you. He's the one that does the speaking. All right. Abraham, an heir of all things. I, when I got filled with the Holy Ghost like you people did, I like to walk through it like a big arcade. Everything there belongs to me. I'm heir of every bit of it. And if I heir to arcade, I, I'd like to find out what I got. When I become a Christian, I want to know what I own. So if I had an arcade, I'd go through and pull a drawer out and see what's in here. Look over here and see what's in there. Something seemed to be a little bit high up there. I'd get me a stepladder and climb up to it. I'd find out what it was. Something seems a little bit I'm a reacher. I'd get on my knees and start praying until I rise up to it. It belongs to me. God promised it. Divine healing, the power of God. All these miracles and signs and wonders. He promised it. That Brother Bram, how does these things work? By the promise of God. Amen. Seed of Abraham. Glory. I feel good. I may look crazy and act crazy, but just let me alone. I feel better this way than I did the other way. Well, thank you for sticking with us this morning, and we've come to the end of the program. So we shall end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful, beautiful morning. Like David said, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. And like he also said, Oh, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go unto the house of the Lord. So we thank you, Lord, for this morning where we're able to feast from your word and all the church services happening around the world. May you bless all the congregants and the ministers and everyone supporting. Lord, speak to us throughout the remainder of the day. In your name we pray. Amen. See you later. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. So, to make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. That's honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. So, we also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
light of the last days We stood the worst of times When so many slipped away Here's your crown Take your place beside the throne Christ is now your very own This is the special chosen one we see So many slipped away 